important. Tomorrow morning, names are going to be really important. Kids, if you're anything like me when I was younger, maybe sometimes I do it now, I would go and try to find the biggest gift that was underneath that tree, and I would turn over that name tag and find out whose name was on it. If it was Gareth, I'd be so angry, because that's my brother's name. But when it was Owen, I was so happy. Names matter. In fact, perhaps the greatest Christmas feeling of all time is when you see your name on the gift that you really wanted. Names matter. Mitchell just read to us from Isaiah 9, and in Isaiah 9, there are four names, and these names matter. And so for the next couple of minutes, not for long, I just want to talk about these four names, because they sum up the deep longing that we all have. Our deep needs, our deep desire. And these four names all talk about the reason why you are sitting here tonight and why we celebrate Christmas at all. The story of Christmas starts with the very first name that was mentioned in the Bible. In the beginning, God. God made all things, and he made man and woman. But things went sideways pretty early on. And man and woman didn't want God to be God. They wanted to be God. So they disobeyed God. Because of that, death came into the world and everything was broken. Broken relationship with God meant that we had a broken relationship with others, which means we had a broken relationship with ourselves. But our brokenness could not stop God. So he made a promise to man and woman. And he said, I'm going to send someone who's going to save you. I'm going to send a savior. We read from the book of Luke because all of those passages talked about that savior. That savior's name is Jesus. And as history went on, God kept telling his people more and more about who this savior is and what he's going to do. In the passage we just heard, it talked about how this Savior was going to come as a baby. But these names, the names we're about to talk about, reveal something about what this baby is going to do and the authority that this baby had. Because he was not an ordinary baby. This baby was going to meet our deepest needs and longings. And he does that through these four names. The first name Wonderful counselor. Counselor is a word that we all understand. A counselor is someone who listens to you, who gives you advice. A good counselor knows you. But Jesus was not a good counselor. He didn't just give advice of how to live and how to be a better person. Jesus is called wonderful counselor. Wonderful there means incomprehensible because Jesus was more than just an earthly counselor. Jesus did not come to give you better advice or self-help or how to practice better mindfulness. He came because he knows that you needed a savior. 
Someone to come and rescue you from your broken condition. The broken relationship you have with God, with yourself, and with others. And that is what's revealed in his second name, Mighty God. This Jesus was no ordinary man. He was someone very special, someone divine. One would, that would be mighty to save In fact, Jesus over and over again while his time here on earth, he kept saying that he was God. He and his father were one. If someone says that they're God, there's only three possibilities. They're crazy, they're a liar, or they're telling the truth. This savior, though, was not gonna save us from our earthly struggles and sufferings His name, Jesus, means so much more than that. He was mighty to save his people from their sins. He was going to save their souls. You know, Jesus did not come to save you for your best life now. Jesus said he came to give you something far better, ever and from whatever you have done, because he is the mighty God. And the way he saves us is by being an everlasting father. That's the third name we see here. Seems like a strange name to call a baby, an everlasting father. We all know what a good father is like. Even if you didn't have a good father, you know what a good father is supposed to do. A good father is supposed to protect and to provide for his family. But all earthly fathers eventually get old. No matter how good they are, they can't always provide and protect forever. They get tired, they get weary, but not this father. This everlasting father is eternal. He never gets old. He never gets tired. He never wears out. He never gets frustrated with you. He never calls it quits. Jesus is called everlasting father because he provides and protects his children by dying for them and then being raised from the dead for them. And anyone who believes in him is part of his family. Call him father. But they're also a part of his kingdom. And that is why he is the prince of peace. The peace that Jesus brings us is not a political peace. It is not an international peace. It's deeper than that. The peace that Jesus brings to us at Christmas is peace with God. The peace with God that brings us into a relationship, a right relationship with God. The Bible tells us some hard truths about ourselves. And one is this, is that in our sin, we're, at, we're an enemy with God. We don't love him. And we're not indifferent to him. We're actually an enemy with him. And God knew that. And so God fixes that problem by sending Jesus to bring us real peace. Real shalom is what they call it in the Bible. Shalom is a spiritual harmony brought about by peace with God. Which means now we have peace up with God. We have peace in with ourselves and we have peace out with others. These names matter at Christmas 
Because all of these names sum up what you and I are looking for. Our deepest longings. We're looking for someone to know us like a counselor. We're looking for someone to save a father. And we're looking for someone to bring us real peace like a prince of peace. All these names are embodied by Jesus Christ who came to save us from our sins. We sang about it earlier. I don't know if you caught this. But John 3.16, which is a very popular and beautiful passage, says this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever would believe in him would not perish, but they would have eternal life. Jesus was gave, given. God gave him like a gift. How do you receive a gift? Tomorrow, when you guys open up your gifts, will you say, wow, this is a good gift. How much do I owe you? No. Do you open up your gift and say, ha, I deserve this Apple Watch? No. You can't earn a gift. You can't pay for a gift. You don't deserve a gift. You receive a gift by faith. God's grace gives you the gift of Jesus and the way you receive that gift is by faith, trusting him. Christmas tells us to believe, to put our faith in Jesus, who is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, and the prince of peace. But there's one other name that's really important at Christmas, and it is actually your name. Isaiah 49, 16 says this, God has engraven your name on his palms. You see, when you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, then he says, I have written your name on my hands. The hands that bore those nails on that cross, those scars that Jesus has right now as he sits in heaven, those scars are your names written on his hands. So my friends, tomorrow morning, when you are searching for your name underneath the Christmas tree, when your name is called out and you're given a present, when you open that present, I want you to remember that your name is on the hands of the greatest gift ever given. And I pray that this Christmas, the name of Jesus will be bigger to you, more special to you, and that you will know his love for you, and it will stir up faith in him. Let's pray. We won't miss it because of the busyness of the season. We won't miss it because we're so focused on ourselves. We won't miss it because of our pain and suffering even. We won't miss that you have come to us as a wonderful counselor, the one who knows us and knows our real need and knows that we need a savior. And you came to us as the mighty God, the one who could have come as a general storming in, but instead, because you are so secure in who you are, you came as a baby. And Lord, as that baby, you declare that you are the everlasting father. And that you will provide and protect your children. And that you will bring them peace. 
And so this Christmas, let us not miss that. And let us once again believe in you and what you have done for us. It's your name we pray. Amen.